Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you. May be seated. It's wonderful to be here this morning in God's house among God's people and to worship God together. I want to say how I feel privileged to be in the house of God among wonderful men and women that love God. My wife and I We are thankful to Pastor Holmes for inviting us to come to be a part of this meeting. And I want to say how much we indeed and truly appreciate Pastor Holmes for being a real blessing to the work of God in Kenya. We love this church, we love your pastor and his family, and we love the people of God. After that wonderful preaching last night, I did ask myself, what can I say? But I feel in my heart that God will help me this morning to be able to share with you what I feel on my heart. I want to give my deepest respect to the men of God, the elders that are seated on the platform, and many other men of God that are seated in the congregation. I feel perhaps I'm the least among them all. And why the Lord will give me this opportunity to be able to bring his word to this great gathering, it still puzzles me. But I know that many people have prayed for me this morning. And there are also those who are praying for us in our part of the world that God's will will be done. And so I will just depend on him and believe that he will have his way. I'd like to read from the word of God this morning from the book of Genesis. We will read from chapter number 32. Genesis chapter number 32. And I read a number of passages from this chapter. Beginning from verse number 24. 
story of Jacob. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men and hast prevailed. Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou doest ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. And therefore the children of Israel ate not of the sinew which shrunk, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrunk. And for the topic I've chosen today is a very simple topic. With the help of God, for the next few minutes, I'd like to speak on stubborn faith. Stubborn faith. Faith that is very stubborn. Shall we give God a worship and a praise? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. May be seated. I looked at the simple definition of the word stubborn. And... Um, of course, the word stubborn has several meanings. But this morning, I'd like to just speak one or two. Stubborn means to be fixed or set in purpose or opinion or resolute. To be stubborn means being persistent or refusing to comply or agree or refusing to be overcome. And so, from the text that we have read this morning, 
we see a man that robbed his brother of his blessings in one sense of the word. And he's gone into a foreign land. And in that foreign land, he's gotten himself wives and children and wealth and you can name it. But now time has come that he must return home. He is returning home a blessed person. But there is fear in his heart as to what he is going to encounter when he meets his brother Esau. And um, in his heart, he is wrestling with the unknown. He is wrestling with what might be of him. He is wondering what would be the response of his brother when he sees him. And he begins to devise means and methods and techniques and ideas of how he is going to confront his brother in the event his brother becomes hostile or revengeful. And he speaks to his servants and he puts them in an organized manner, hoping that if anything were to happen, perhaps he will salvage or save a part of his family. And so he begins to dispatch each group individually or separately. And in the process of dispatching them, he remains alone. And of course, in life, there comes a time that you remain alone. You could be among us to people, but in the actual sense, you are alone. Nobody understands where your spirit or your heart or your mind is. And so Jacob was in that state. He was alone. And in that moment of his loneliness, there's no telling what was running in the mind of Jacob. But there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of uncertainty. And my Bible tells me then he was confronted with the angel of the Lord. And there was an encounter with this angel. And so Jacob began to have a wrestling encounter with the angel of God. And he wrestled the whole night. The angel wanted to free himself to go but Jacob hung on and held on and stubbornly decided he was not going to let the angel go and so they wrestled and wrestled until the light was just about to break and the angel told Jacob it's almost daylight you must let me go and Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. 
And I want to say this morning, God's blessings don't come the easy way. There is a wrestling that one must wrestle in the spirit. There is a warfare that we must encounter. We are fighting a battle against the attacks of the enemy. The devil hates the people of God. And so we must wrestle the enemy with all that is within us. We must fight the attacks of the devil. My Bible tells me when the enemy comes like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall raise a standard against the devil. The Bible tells me that he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. The Bible tells me weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And I stand here to declare we serve a great God. And our God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we think or ask, according to the power that worketh in us. Somebody shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There was a stubbornness in the spirit of Jacob. Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Can I tell somebody this morning that is desirous of God's blessing? It's not going to come the easy way. You will have to make up your mind no matter what happens, no matter what come. I shall not leave this meeting until I am blessed because the blesser is here. God's blessings are in the house. But God is looking for somebody with a stubborn faith that is not going to give up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Talking about a persistency. Talking about a hunger. Talking about a thirst. My Bible tells me if you hunger, you shall be filled. If you thirst, he is the living water. That if you drink, you shall not thirst anymore. My Bible tells me out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living water. Speaking of the Holy Ghost. And I thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost. I thank God for the power of anointing that breaks every yoke of the devil in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Men and women that have received something from God as it's recorded in the book have been men and women of stubborn faith. You're not going to receive nothing from God by just sitting there and assuming that God is going to intrude in your life. God is not an intruder. God is not a get crusher. He comes and knocks at the door of every individual's heart. And if you hear his voice and open the door of your heart, the Bible says he shall come in and sup with you. He will not force himself on us. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. And so I will just very quickly run through the pages of the book and give examples that are recorded in the Bible. I know that the greatest miracle that God can ever do for any mankind is the saving of his soul. I know that it takes repentance. It takes baptism in much water in the name of Jesus Christ to receive remission of sins. I still believe that you must be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost and speak with other tongues. I do not believe there's such a thing as silent Holy Ghost. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. It happened on the day of Pentecost. When they received the Holy Ghost, they spoke in other tongues. When the Samaritans received the Holy Ghost, they spoke in other tongues. When the Gentiles received the Holy Ghost, they spoke in other tongues. When in Africa, people received the Holy Ghost, they speak in other tongues. And even here, when they receive the Holy Ghost, they speak in other tongues. There is no shortcut. There is no easy way. Repent. Be baptized. And receive the Holy Ghost. That is the greatest miracle. That God can ever do for us. The saving of our soul. Picking us from the filthiness of sin. And laying our feet on the rock of ages. Laying our feet on Jesus Christ. The solid rock. He who never changes. The one who is the same yesterday. Today and forever. The Alpha and Omega. He is the savior. Of the soul. Of mankind. But I also know. That people have various needs. I also know that people are sick in this world. I also know that people have physical needs. And my Bible tells me everywhere Jesus went, he delivered the bound. He healed the sick. He drove out demoniac spirits. And Jesus Christ is still doing that even today. When we preach the word, the bound are delivered. When we preach the word, the sick are healed. When we preach the word, sinners are saved. At the sound of the preaching of the word of God. I'm talking about stubborn faith. The Bible says, Jesus came to a certain place. And he entered into a house. And there was many crowds that surged and entered into the house. They brought their sick. They brought those that were possessed with demonic spirits. Because everywhere he went, that is exactly what he did. He preached the kingdom. He healed the sick. He opened the blind eyes. 
He caused the lame to walk. He caused the dumb to talk. He caused the deaf to hear. And he raised the dead. But on this particular day, the Bible says the room was full of people. And the door was equally crowded. But here comes four men with a man that is sick of palsy. A man who can't help himself. He's on a sick bed. And they began to look for a way to get this man in the presence of the mighty God. They knew if we can only get this sick man in the presence of Jesus, he shall be made whole. Can I tell us this morning, when you step in the presence of Jesus, there's power to heal, there's power to change, there's power to redeem, there's power for miracle in the presence of the Lord. But it's going to take some stubborn faith. Faith that refuses to be subjected. Faith that refuses and no. Faith that is going to push on and push on until you get into the presence of the mighty God. These people had an option. They could have said, the door is crowded. Maybe we will try another day. We'll find a convenient time. We shall come when the door is not crowded. But that was not their attitude. They had a stubborn faith that was determined we must bring our sick man into the presence of the only God Jesus Christ God manifest in the flesh he was the word which was in the beginning he was the word which was with God and he was the word which was God he was the Jesus who is the same yesterday today and forever he was Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth all of our diseases. And he is able. He is able. But the man is on the bed. Now I want you to see the stubborn faith. These men carried this man to the top of the roof of the house this is not a myth this is not a theory this is not a story this is a fact and to carry a man on a sick bed to the top of the roof it is a challenge it is a determination. It is a hard job. But faith laughs at impossibilities. 
faith is a risk venture when the devil says no faith says yes when the devil says it cannot faith says it can when the devil says you are out faith says i am in morning that needs to tear the roof the, the roof of that hindrance the roof of unbelief come on start tearing it down get a step on faith the doctor said it can't happen but stubborn faith says it must happen the doctor said it is impossible but stubborn faith says it is possible Pull down and believe. Pull down every doubt. Pull down the spirit of the enemy. For there's power in stubborn faith. Pull it down and doubt. Pull down doubt. Pull down lack of faith in the word of God. Believe that God is able. He can heal any disease. The Bible says by his stripes we are healed. He is a healer. He is a changer. 
He is the Redeemer. He is Alpha and Omega. He is the God of glory and the God of power. Give us rooftop faith. Be seated for a moment. In my country, the medical facilities are wanting. Terrible. You walk in a hospital, you leave a depressed person. I'm talking about government-maintained hospitals. When you walk in that hospital, you come out humbled. You realize that we are nothing but a clay. Whether you are black, white, red, yellow, you are but clay. And then you realize how people are sick. Not only spiritual sickness, but there's a lot of physical sickness. Then you realize how some people, they depend on prescribed drugs. Some, they cannot spend an extra day without taking those drugs. People are sick. People have problems. People are hurting. You may see them during the day shout and run. But in the night, they are depressed because of sicknesses. That he came to bring healing. Not only of the soul, but even of our bodies. And today, I'm not condemning if you're sick. All I'm telling you is that there is a healer. All I'm telling you is that by his stripes, we are healed. All I'm telling you is that he is a God that healeth all of our diseases. All I'm telling you is still a God of miracles. He's still able. But it takes some stubbornness in prayer wrestling with an angel saying I shall not walk out of this platform I shall not leave this altar until you bless me America you are blessed your medical facilities are first class but can I tell you those first class medical facilities can turn into a curse where you no longer trust in God, you trust in medical expertise. But I'm here to tell you, you need Jesus. He's the healer of every disease. That man... The moment he landed in the presence of Jesus, Jesus forgave him his sins. And Jesus told him, rise up, take thy bed and go. Because of four men who had stubborn faith. You see, you come to this altar. Two, three minutes you are looking around. Who is there? Then you walk off. God is not going to work in that kind of environment. God is looking for somebody that will wrestle with an angel and say, I shall not leave 
until you bless me. I'm going nowhere until you bless me, until you touch me, until you heal me, until you redeem me, until you fill me. And God is able. Come on, somebody back there, shout hallelujah. Back there and up there, shout hallelujah. Shout it again. Up here, shout it again. All of us together. Stop on faith. Stop on faith. Stop on faith. Stop on faith. Let me give you two more and we shall prove God at his word. Syrophoenician woman. She was a Gentile in an environment of a Jewish dispensation. She had a daughter that was possessed, not only possessed, but tormented by demon spirits can i tell you demons still torment people even today they have a king size a queen size bed but they are so tormented that they don't sleep on the bed they sleep on the floor that's demonic spirits they come to torment your mind torment your spirit cause you to imagine suicidal ideas and theories in your system to depress you and rob you of your joy and your confidence and your faith that's the work of the demons but i thank god that he gave us power over demons that in the name of jesus christ we have power to bind the demons to cast out devils in the name of Jesus. There's power in that name. I say there's power in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. There's power in that name. And demons tremble at the sound of the name Jesus. Her daughter was tormented. Some of us here, maybe your children are tormented with demons of drug addiction, demons of alcohol, demons of perversion, demons, as you heard last night, of internet, social internet, and so on and so on. She came to Jesus. She said, Lord, my daughter is tormented by evil spirits. And you listen at the response of Jesus. Now, I would speculate or assume that Jesus ignored her for a while. Because the answer that he gave would suggest 
that he really did not care much about her situation. Or rather he wanted to see her express faith in him. She said, did you hear Jesus? Help. And the Bible says she knelt down and pleaded with him. Can I tell you something? God will do for you nothing as long as you're still proud. You must bow down in adoration to him. You must recognize his sovereignty, his power. You must recognize him as the only Lord and nothing else. Jesus said, I don't give children's food to dogs. Now if you are you, what would you do? Perhaps you will walk out and say, I hate that first apostle Pentecostal church. They call me a dog. I don't like it. But listen, at this stubborn faith, she, she still knelt down and said, but Lord, even dogs, they eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Stubborn faith. Stubborn faith is not easily offended. Stubborn faith will go for its full swing. She said, Lord, even that dogs they eat what falls from the master's table and jesus took not of our stubborn faith and he said i have not seen such a faith in all of israel and immediately her daughter was delivered from demonic torment Finally, let me draw your attention to Bartimaeus and I'll close there. I don't have some fancy sermon, but I have just the simplicity of the word of God and it works. Bartimaeus was blind. Not only was he blind, but he was a beggar. And can I tell you, it is, there's nothing proud about being a beggar. When you are a beggar, you lose your self-esteem. When you are a beggar, you have no choice. When you are a beggar, no one respects you. When you are a beggar, you lose your friends. And that was the state of Bartimaeus. Blind and a beggar. But on this day, Jehovah God walked past Batmiah's way. And Batmiah could only hear the commotion and the noise and the praise. And he said, What is that that I'm hearing? And somebody said, it's Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And faith in Bartimaeus began to build up. And he said, it is today or never.
And he began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. People said, but must shut up. You are acting in undignified way. This is an unorthodox way of calling on the Lord. This is not right. Shut up, but must you are acting foolish. The more they told him, the more he shouted, Jesus! Jesus! Can you hear me, Jesus? Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me! Step on! Come on, Batmas, shut up. You, you are acting in a, in a foolish way. Don't be stubborn. The more he became stubborn. Jesus! Jesus! Can you hear me? Jesus! I'm tired of being blind. I'm tired of being a beggar. Jesus! Jesus! Step on faith! Step on faith! Jesus! Somebody call on that name! Somebody up there call on that name! Call on it again! Call on it again. Call on it again. Can I tell you, demons tremble when we call on that name. He was given a name that is above every name. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus said, who is that stubborn man? He's listening to nobody. Who is that man that is acting out of order? Call him here. God will suspend everything in his program for his stubborn faith. Jesus suspended his journey for a moment. He interrupted his busy schedule because of a man with stubborn faith. And he said, come on, come on. What do you want me to do for you? And Batman said, I need my sight. And Jesus said, thy faith Make it the whole. Come on, somebody in this congregation. God knows your perennial, constant.
back problems. God knows your migraine headache. God knows your cancer situation. God knows your heart conditions. And God is waiting for you to receive stubborn faith. Everybody on your feet. Everybody stand. There's no telling what God is going to do in this service this morning. If you can just receive a portion of stubborn faith, I won't even have to say come. You will be running to this altar. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And when you run to this altar, you're not going to shut your mouth. You're not going to kneel down and put your face on the carpet. You're going to shout, Jesus, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Stubborn faith. Stubborn faith. Stubborn faith. Come on, somebody even from up there. Come on, somebody. Run to this altar. Run to this altar. And reach out to God. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, reach out to God. In the name of Jesus, I come against the spirit of unbelief. I come against that spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for a miracle. I pray for a miracle in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Give insight to the blind He is the greatest 